from director and star Jackie Chan. Operation Condor 2, The Armor of the Gods. When you can take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. Good evening and welcome to the Asian Action Cast. Sam is not here tonight, so all of us are going to be your hosts. So my name is Scott and with me tonight is Rachel. Hello. Nathan. Hey. And Michael. Hello. And tonight we are doing the classic Jackie Chan film Armor of God. Yes. It it is the uh, Golden Harvest Bong 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 production. Come out in 1986. Also came uh, come out in 1988 in Australia and 1987 uh, in other territories. So not a bit confused with the date there because it said it came out in 1986 in Japan first. So I'm not sure yeah, about that. It was the, just the international releases and stuff that they did. He did release it in Japan first, apparently, according to my trivia. Maybe Mitsubishi paid for it. Well, that's yeah, lots of concept cars in this movie, wasn't there? <laughs> I forgot about that little car, that little thing he pulls out, it, like the little scooter. Oh, this is funny. Uh, we'll, we'll get into yeah, let's go. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that shortly. That's coming up. But um, this is also called Operation Condor 2, the armor of the gods in America, which adds to con- some confusion because it's not the second Operation Condor. It's the first one. Yes. Well, <laughs> essentially, <laughs> I, I think the Operation Condor is actually the armor of god part two operation condor. So it's like Operation Condor is, operation is the tag condor. for the second one. <laughs> Then his name in this is not Condor, it's it's Asian Hawk. Yeah, Asian Hawk's the character name, isn't it? And yeah. the funny thing is, like, in, in subsequent, because um, obviously the third one, whilst it's meant to be um, 12 Zodiacs, so the one where he, he gets the, the um, you know, the bronze head statues from the thing, so he made that as, like, Operation or Armor of God Part 3, etc., etc. He uses the same character in that myth movie as well, like he's a... Kind of Asian hawky archaeologist thief thing, and he's in that side. So he kind of like pulls it out where it's where he thinks he can use the character archetype, the Indiana Jones kind of archaeologist, kind of um, thief, whatever you want to call him, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, he uses <laughs> a lot. <laughs> All right, before we get into some trivia, we'll uh, you, you share those chips with us, Nathan. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> And over the bowl. <laughs> so Sam is not here, obviously, but he's given us uh, extensive notes, which I'll uh, go to regularly. But do you want to start with the the pitch or describe this movie in a sentence or two? I'll, should I go with Sam's first to start us off? Yeah, yeah, yeah go with Sam's first. Maybe right. we can just like eat our, all of our lunch. <laughs> right, probably this, sat there this is from Sam. You said you wanted Jackie Chan with a new hairdo, and look what happened. Damn near killed him. Just take bulk out Jackie Chan and be thankful, you greedy bastards. In return, you get an almost note-perfect Indiana Jones and the Temple of Boobs film. <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> yep, he, he's uh, he's trash. <laughs> Any review you find in this movie, it's like, damn near killed him, he nearly died. We'll get to that shortly. <laughs> uh, my pitch would be, Jackie Chan is Tomb Raider, sponsored by Mitsubishi. <laughs> <laughs> Can I go next? Yes. Yep, yep. Uh, Jackie and Alan's uh, European vacation. (laughs) (laughs) That's also apt. Yes. You got one, Nathan? Yeah, I do. I got, I got one. It's a globe trotting, uh, wheels on meals, but with less goodness. (laughs) (laughs) It's got a lot of wheels on meals stuff going on. It feels, it must've been, it was that, was it shot concurrently? Um, well, I think this was shot somewhere, first. Somewhere. This was shot after two years after. Really? What? I, 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 the reason I thought that is because that woman was in it. I had my. I have this in my trivia, and I was going to go to it, but I'll, I'll okay. give you a snippet now. Um, the trivia is: Jackie Chan said we hired the same actress from Wheels on Mills because she's the only European actress that we knew. 
<laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> so we'll go into a bit of the cast here. Like you mentioned uh, this. I, uh, oh, I, 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 oh, sorry. Sorry. My wait, bad. Wait, wait. Sorry. <laughs> what was, oh, now I forgot. What I <laughs> <laughs> COVID brain. COVID brain. Damn you. <laughs> I was going to say Indiana Jones and the around Europe in one cut scene. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. Oh, 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 can I can I do another one? Yep, yep. A film that was filmed on location, but looks like it uses file footage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. Cool, cool. All right, go ahead, Scott. All right, so let's go into some of the cast here. You mentioned there um, Lola Fauna, I believe her name is. She's in Project A, Wheels on Mills, and this movie. She was um, in Miss Spain. She was the winner in 1979 of Miss Spain. So there you go. Was she in Project A? Yes. Really? That's weird. I don't even remember her in that. Jackie Chan is credited as directing this, but Eric Sung directed at the start before Jackie had his big injury. And then after the injury, he left to do other stuff and Jackie sort of stepped in when he recovered to direct the rest of the film. Yes. Um, so, yes, that, we, we, we just mentioned it. So the big injury, we'll just talk about it now, is um, you can see it in the outtakes at the end there, he kind of does a massive jump. And he's meant to catch onto a tree, branch snaps, and down he goes. And he got pretty messed up by that injury. So he hit, hit his head on a rock, nearly killing him and living, leaving him with a permanent thimble-sized hole in the right side of his head. And it also left him hard of hearing in one ear. Mm. So people he had, like he to had point a metal plate out, inserted. People like to point out that um, his hair is different between the injury and, and before and after the injury. But it's like, ah, oh, come on, who cares? <laughs> it's not that bad. Also, yeah, so. I, I think that that first scene is sort of meant to be in the past, like oh, it's just setting him up as a treasure hunter kind of thing. Well, it's kind of that it's that Indiana Jones ripoff, but it's also setting up the auction scene, isn't it, for him having the the sword? I thought it, I thought that. the sword that he was stealing was part of the armor. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but so who knows how long ago he stole that? Well, yeah, I, I suppose if you want to play the hair, but the funny, as you were saying, um, so I'll go through my trivia stuff too that uh, I've sent you as well. So his, um, he made, um, before he made the movie, his hair was always long, but he cut it off for the movie. However, after the accident, when he fell from the tree, nearly killing himself, he considered having long hair was lucky. So he grew it back again. So he thought he lost his luck by cutting his hair and having the accident, etc. So I thought that was kind of funny. Hmm. Um, as you were saying before, um, Eric sang had uh, started directing it and then he had to leave but it's actually the uh, the only movie that he shot in 1.851 widescreen and the only reason for that is because Eric Sang was actually shooting it in that and he decided rather than reshooting or trying to super mat the films he decided to film the rest in the same widescreen act, um, film type mm-hmm. which was kind of interesting uh, in the movie, there's a musical sequence with a band called The Losers, which is yeah. the spoof of the Hong Kong rock band The Winners, with the band's member including Alan Tam and Anthony Chan and Kenny B. Kenny all B. Of whom, all of whom appear in the movie. Uh, sure the do. song Midnight Rider is sung by Alan Tam and is seen in the film, while Flight of the Dragon at the end, High Upon High, is sung by Jackie Chan at the end. That's some the, versions, though, because I think the version we watched had Alan Tam singing a song at the end. Had oh, did it? Lorelei at the end, I think the Hong Kong version. Ah, uh, okay. Now, all the one that I had had the, the um, high upon high. Because Sam pointed out that, ha-ha, Jackie Chan's got, song got bumped for Alan Tam, which is funny, but uh, I think different cuts had different music. Yeah, oh, there you go. Hilarious. Mm. Cynthia Rothrock was originally supposed to appear in the movie, supposedly as one lone Amazonian fighter in the final bit, as opposed to four in the finished movie. But due to Chan's injuries halting the production, she was reassigned to appear in the movie Writing Wrongs, which have also done instead. Which is a great film. Mm. There you go. So, you got any more, Mike? uh, Nothing fantastically... Oh, the, the hot air balloon jump at the end. So he obviously skydived out of a plane on the shot. So much higher than the... <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when he was doing the jump off the cliff, um, the crew rigged him up with a wire instead because he had no experience base jumping. That's pretty smart. So, <laughs> there you go. And the film w- movie was filmed on location in parts of Yugoslavia, 
uh, in Zagreb, Upper Town, uh, an unfinished building in the Croatian Radio Television Croatia, Pejma Castle, and also undertaken in Graz in Austria, France, Spain, and Morocco. So it was a real European on location film movie. It's interesting because watching the film, it, I kind of got the the feeling that they're trying to be like we're in Germany with some of the signs, but they never really state where they are or where they're going. But it's somewhere in Europe. Yeah, exactly. And oh, the car driven is uh, just a normal Mitsubishi. Oh, it's a Mitsubishi Colt Targa concept car, which is the two door, two seater version of the Colt with its roof chopped off and a shorter windshield, side windows. It's a special one off model made by Mitsubishi for the movie, especially. It's the Homer Simpson car. <laughs> yeah, essentially. <laughs> so, as, as Mike said, uh, Jackie Chan, Alan Tam, Rosamund Quine's in it, um, Lola Fauna, Kenny B. On the European side, we've got uh, Bozidar Schmilanik. Sorry if I um, butchered that. He's the the treasure dealer, like the Count. His name's Count Bannon. That's uh, Lola's, uh, not husband, father. And we've got these uh, these guys in this cult. There's John Ladowski and Ken Boyle. And looking at their hair and their eyebrows, they are typecast to be villains for life. <laughs> they look glorious. And towards the end, uh, our... For lack of a better term, our Amazon fighters, uh, Marsha Chisholm, Linda Denley, Stephanie Evans, and Alicia Shante. And they've only got like one or two movie credits, which is a bit of a shame because it looked pretty tough. They thought <laughs> interesting. Like that that was pretty good for a while. Hmm. I'm pretty sure they were doubled up for a bit of uh, various stunt guys, but eh, what are you going to do? Also, a little bit more trivia is uh, during this era, the 86, uh, Top Gun was the top film and Beverly Hills Cop was the top film in 87. An Armor of God was the biggest movie in the Hong Kong box office. Got about $35 million. And if you're looking for songs, Walk Like an Egyptian was the top song of the time. Maybe just exploration was in the air. There you go. <laughs> um, the music for this was done by Michael Lai, and I think it's great. Excellent music. Yeah, it's not bad. But uh, for the American dub... A guy called Michael Wandmarker uh, did the music, so apples and oranges there. Also, um, if you're watching the American version, it's about 10 minutes less. What did they cut? Do we know? I think it's a lot of the band stuff. Oh, oh God, I'm glad then. <laughs> <laughs> they cut the John Ladowski scene with uh, Lola Fauna, who's being a creepy, a creepy creep. Yeah, so they cut uh, the band stuff, that stuff, and um, the the. They actually cut the bit when they go back to the after they rescue her the first time in the um, in the apartment and they're you know bouncing around and all all basically all the comedy bits they cut out. Oh, okay. Make it more of an action movie. Well, maybe I don't know. I watched. So, where did you guys watch this? I know we all watch different versions. Yeah, so I, watched, I watched. Yeah. I watched the Hong Kong Legends remaster. Okay. So there was the Fortune Star version. Uh, I can't remember it, which year. It did. It is yeah. the Fortune Star copy, yeah. Yeah, so this is I watched it on SBS. One. Yeah, so I think it's the which is the HK cut anyway. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah, we watched the SBS version, and um, this is also I think for some of us this is a Des Mangan introduced film. And yeah, for those, I think so. those who don't know, like we've mentioned him a couple of times, but Des Mangan is like a a very low grade, not low grade, like minor host, I guess, on SBS. And SBS is a a channel that sort of does. Uh, we wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for. Oh well, I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for SBS, probably. So it's a multicultural, like worldwide. It just brought it, in the morning. You might get Filipino news, Greek news, and then you have movies from all over the world. It's um, you know, multi-language or, or soccer, depending on the time of season. <laughs> yeah, depending on the depending if it's the right season or not. It might just be nine hours of soccer a day. Yeah. <laughs> but but, uh, but but when we were li- when we were kids, it was Saturday night was cult movie night. Yeah, and Des Manga would come in and he'd introduce the film at the start and talk about it at the end and add some snarky, hilarious comments. And then oh, I've got a little comment I found from the internet. I'll put it in here. Did you notice that after all that set up in the beginning of the film about the actual armour of God, including a flashback, that at the film's end, it's just forgotten about? Instead, we concentrate on Jackie jumping onto a passing balloon. Still, never let the plot get in the way of a good stunt. Oh, thanks, Des Mangan. So, you know, he's a, he's a pretty funny guy. So, 
he, he would be the host of these cult movies and stuff like that. Oh, really good. I like. Was, I like. He, did he Saturday do an nights. intro on the version that you watched? Uh, no, but I found that that version. Oh, you found it later. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we watched the SBS version as well. It's got those yellow subtitles. It's classic. Yeah. Um, and for reference here, um, I know this is referred to by a lot of people. Or they reference Raiders of the Lost Ark, so or Indiana Jones. So Raiders of the Lost Ark came out in 1991, and mm-hmm. Temple of Doom was 84. Yep. Right in that, you know, let's uh, copy a concept kind of thing that they do. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, or more of an homage, and or, or um, there's there's a little bit. I know I know he he's not playing a James Bond character, but there's a little bit of a James Bond vibe to it as well, with the gadgets and stuff. The gadgets and also the like globe trotting nature of it. Like you know he's suppo- fu- supposed you know- to be somewhere in Africa at the beginning, right? And then he's supposed yeah. to be in Europe for a bit, and then Eastern Europe. Yeah. So Sam, um, he loves this film, and he sort of um. He says that Jackie wrote and directed this. He sort of he considered it his his Rocky. I'm not sure about that. No, but, um, citation required. <laughs> well, he, I guess you know. Uh, I'm not going to say it's his first big film, but I can see why he'd say that. Hmm. Yeah, no, Is I can't. It's <laughs> not exactly his masterpiece. I wouldn't call it that. Well, well Sam, no, Sam loves it. It is a classic, I guess, considered by a lot of people. I don't like. I don't hate this film. I know this is going to. Yeah, I'm always the negative guy, but. <laughs> there, there was a lot of this movie that was just boring. Oh yeah, yeah. So you're like liking the internet. You're liking the international cut, cutting out. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Like sometimes they cut out the wrong stuff. Sometimes they're like, "This fight is too graphic. Let's get rid of that." But sometimes they're right. Sometimes you've got to cut the bit where he's like acting like he's got a mental problem, or <laughs> or like there's just a really long song for no apparent reason. I feel like they tried to ratchet up the tension between Alan Tam and Jackie Chan a bit. And it went on for a bit too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole drug thing was a bit stupid in the in the concept of it. Mm. So I was like, eh. there was really a lot of things unresolved. I was. Yeah. yeah. Well, the armor itself was unresolved. I found that the funniest part. Yeah. You, know, you call it the armor of God. It didn't really just, matter at the end. It didn't really matter at the end. He just blew up the whole freaking thing. <laughs> Yeah, should we, should we go through the the plot a little bit just briefly? Like, sure, uh, sure doesn't sure, really matter. But um, someone want to take that? Mike, me, you? Yeah, sure, Rachel? sure. All right, Chivers. go for it, Mike. Whoever's got the voice. <laughs> um, yeah. So basically, uh, what we've got is Jackie, the character of the Asian Hawk. Um, so the the premise is that he used to be in a pop band called the Losers with uh, his other pop friends and uh, after the band um, folded where Alan went solo with uh, the the girl singer in the band as well um, Jackie went off and became a fortune hunter kind of character which is kind of like as we're all saying like a cross between an Indiana Jones James Bondy kind of person so he goes around the world getting artifacts and then apparently selling them for a yeah he's not putting things in a museum that's right. He's uh, auctioning them off to the highest bidder, which is definitely not an Indiana Jones. Copy. Well, they made a comment during uh, his meeting with the Baron. He said he became a high society Robin Hood. Hmm. Robin I call that a Hood. Thief. I don't. I don't know if stealing it from African tribesmen that worship it being Robin Hood <laughs> kind of character. Is it? It kind of. Um, I think he blends it more to that towards the second and third ones. Mm. Um, with Operation Condor and, and the 12 Zodiacs being a bit more of um, how dare you steal those artifacts, I'll get them back kind of thing. Um, now, I don't want to sort of uh, make a big, huge deal out of it, but just address it a little bit. This quote-unquote African tribe, I'm a bit sketchy about that. <laughs> it looks think- like a stunt, stunt man with a bit of almost it, black face on it looks like they painted painted them up uh, they shot yeah. it real quick and all that and it's like uh i'm not sure about that fake language thing mm. <laughs> it would get you in trouble now and probably oh. even back in like 1995 but because it's in the 80s it gets up and it's from asia it gets a pass and there was apartheid at the time so they didn't care <laughs> like uh yeah i mean they, they shoot it pretty quick and they're wearing masks and all that but yeah I, i'm pretty sure there's some painted up stuff man Yep. Yeah. So we start off uh, with a basically the 
the homage to the Indiana Jones, like infiltrating uh, with warriors around and stealing an artifact. Then, of course, he uh, stumbles, knocks the head off a statue and gets found out straight away. So he has to uh, escape the castle uh, with the aforementioned breaking branch cracking his skull um, so he accomplishes this in, in quite an awesome way so i suppose we can pause as we go through we'll do the, the long one is is that better for everyone he gives um, them a beer he tries tries to shake <laughs> shake up beer uh or he he has the shaken up beer and he drinks it and then they open it and it's uh, a gas canister i think and uh he ends up jumping through a few windows and down, and they do a, a slide down a hill. On uh, he's just Morgan. sliding himself on his on his back on his backpack kind of thing, and and they've all got little like grass mats that they go down. It's actually quite a um, a fun sort of stunt, isn't it? Because um, when they do the wide shots, it's actually quite the, it's quite um, steep drop, quite steep. You know, uh, when they show them at the end, when they hit the end, a couple of those yeah. guys like hit into each other. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, just they got no control. <laughs> so, How to oh. stunt man. Definitely. I think this opens really, really strong. Like he's doing some crazy flips and stuff while he's like, jumping around. Very acrobatic, jumping around, getting out of their way. I like how he like hides behind the pot and then he spins the pot and he rolls with it. It's all very good. Mm. Like the opening of this movie is incredibly strong. Yep, and uh, he he escapes in the plane. I think he's got a hidden plane. And the world's tiniest plane. Yeah, but it's got science. It had like, I think it must have been the the person they got it from, whatever the name the you know, name brand, British Fairies or something on it. Mm. I was like, that's kind of odd. <laughs> like, yeah, they, he he rented it from them. He rented it from them. <laughs> just okay, just rent it. I thought plane. that thing was really cool. I like how it had the, like the two propellers at the front to sort of give it in, like instant lift. Yeah. So we yeah, of uh, product placement in this movie with those yeah. brands and stuff. Again, going back to the the pitch. Look, look, studio, you won't have to pay for it. I've already got Mitsubishi, this British company, uh, this Fearing. beer company. We've got, <laughs> we're not paying anything. We're paying for it, yeah. <laughs> it, it is very product placement, this movie. So uh, from that point, we kick across to... Um, it's like an auction. No, I think we go to the bag. Let's, bad let's guys, not ignore every every. Let's not hit everything. But yeah, we go to. The, I think we go to the bad guys, and they go. Uh, Jackie's character. He is called Jackie in the film, by the way. They don't, like yep, his they friends don't call, call him, him Jackie. A, yeah, and he's Asian hawk to the bad guys kind of thing. Yeah. Can I but just he, add like yeah. here now different versions that we watched, um, obviously, and I remember it when I watched the the actual Canto version as well. The bad guys of obviously not speaking Cantonese. They overdub them. In that, on the English version, that because I happen to watch the English version because I watch it with my kids for fun, and the, the, the dubbing is absolutely terrible, horrendous with you know voices that don't match you know the character type and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I remember the same thing happening with the Canto dub across the top of them. Is the the you know the lips moving completely out of sync to what they're saying and stuff? Was yeah. did you get that same? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the yeah. English dub, did they sort of give the the cult a name or anything? It's not like the Order of the Black Duck or anything like because they just no. referred to it as an evil cult. Just evil cult, yeah, mm. just evil cult. Because you said duck, I'm just going to – we should pull <laughs> one out for the creator of Duckman. He died. Oh, oh really? <laughs> yeah. You know who, who else died? Who? The, uh, the Gorgomobile guy on Australian TV. G-O. G-G-O. Oh, my God. That G-O. guy. He, he died like last week. I bet you that guy hasn't paid for a drink in a pub ever. G-O, G-G-O? <laughs> yeah. Pull one out for him. <laughs> yeah. So sad. Rough. Cool. Yeah, You're so the one who well, brought up the duck. So they didn't name them? They're just the evil cult? Just the evil cult, yep. Okay. Exactly, yep. Hmm. Cool. I don't so think we, we need to go blow by blow, but I think it's important that we hit, like, so they kidnapped. No, you're right. It was the auction first. He it does, was auction first? It was auction first. Then we cut to them because um, in that – yeah, so he does the auction first where he's in there. Um, he's got the sword up for auction. It's it's gonna about to get um, sold and he does a wink, wink, nod, nod to his little agent there who bumps okay, up the price. He gets I'm... in a bidding war with the girl and uh, the girl ends up just trumping him and going up to like 400000 And then they have a little bit of a, hey, how you doing kind of moment. And he, then we see the first shots of the concept car, etc. Then it cuts to the bad guys in the cult. And then they're talking about Asian Hawk just sold the sword at auction. 
maybe he can get us the other bits. Okay. So they try and work out. Then they do the they do the discussion about him in the band and that he was in love with the girl or something, and they decide. To I'm a bit confused by this, and like obviously it's because they've got to be evil cult people, right? Yeah, yeah. But um, they seem to be rich, and he <laughs> seems to do anything for money. So why didn't they just pay him? And and you know what the funny bit is because in the movie like later on when he's talking about you know talking about their religion or whatever and he goes yeah I worship the god the god of money <laughs> so you're absolutely hundred percent right like hello I like money they could have just paid him to get the pieces for them and in the end this, this is oh. quote unquote evil cult all they care about is sex and drugs anyway right they kind of <laughs> they allude to a weird That's drug operation yeah, That's the cult you want to join. <laughs> yeah. So in, in none, of, none of this, none of this, like Heaven's Gate, we're going to castrate ourselves, cult. Jesus. No, <laughs> no. Seen, like the god they were worshiping is like a snake head that they yeah. like, sprayed stuff on to make it look like it was old. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> so worship this, the snake. This, this, this scene is we get introduced to Lola's character May, and her dad has some of the armor of God. Then we cut to an Alan Tam concert, like real footage from an Alan Tam concert. The cult comes in and kidnaps Laura. Who is at the fashion show? She's at the fashion, fashion show, so which is the most eighties fucking thing it was. I have seen in a good long time. The question that was some eighties ass shit right there. Why did they kidnap? Video. Why did they kidnap May? Why did they kidnap Laura? Because they because Laura was the one that Jackie had a thing for. But, in the band. May, but May is the daughter of the guy who's got the armor of. God. I don't, well, they don't know that. They only knew that. Um, Jackie was selling the the sword. Oh, okay. So the idea was that Jackie could get the other pieces. They didn't know where they were, but Jackie knew that the Duke had them. But yeah, so Duke or what it can, whatever he was, yeah, the so rich right. guy with a lot of dogs and it three was, leopards or something. Oh, that poor yeah. leopard was tied up by this. Oh, there's your animal cruelty <laughs> for this year so far. Yeah, I have to say though that that Midnight Rider song, I was kind of getting into it. <laughs> in an 80s kind of way. I was like, oh, that's not too bad for that, 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 that stage setup looks excellent. <laughs> yes. In the, at the concert, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, all right. At this so point, they, like, it's just the, me. The, uh, the, the, the vibe of the film is um, May's been captured. Not May, sorry. Laura's been captured. So let's take time out from rescuing her. Just check out this guy's antics and stay the night. Yeah. <laughs> no rush. Is so, yeah, uh, Alan obviously flies and-, and um, I think it is. Yeah, that's the Fran- France bit, I think. Yeah, where the auction was. So then they try and convince him. Oh, the Alan flies in to convince Jackie to help them. Then they obviously go to the Duke's place or, or count or whatever he was. And in here, there's a bunch of boring bits. Mm. Really, really boring bits. It's a weird a bit about, dream a sequence bit about of Jackie Chan. Yeah. He's getting chased by the, like, this car in the world's ricketyest street. Yeah, it's... <laughs> There's a there's a bunch of back and forth between Jackie and Alan. There's a bunch of like like marginal sexual sexual innuendo with the other. I can't remember her name. The chick from we- uh, Meals on Wheels or Wheels on Meals. Actress. Yeah, um, May. yeah. May. May. There's a bunch of um, there's just a bunch of like nothing scenes that don't really do anything. Yeah. Then they go. They decide. Obviously, um, they. They make a deal with the Count that um, he'll lend them their pieces if they get the whole set and give him back the set at the end. And, yeah. And that's the, the deal they make, but the daughter has to go with them. Then they do the cross-Europe road trip with car. The montage. The montage yep. shot. The funniest thing that I like about, <laughs> about the whole thing. Now, she's obviously got her car following them, but they decide that the best idea is that they'll drive a two-seater car with three people and at various points, one person will sit on the back of the car, driving through the country. They're being they're being willfully carefree, which is almost an impossible thing to pull off, and they no. don't pull it off. No, it's kind of beautiful, isn't it? It's like oh, we're just having a, a day trip here while our friend is kidnapped. It was. I felt like it was like the total third wheel thing going on. Yeah, <laughs> like bugger off, man! I'm trying to go on a drive with my my girlfriend in the countryside, and you're tagging along. It's the first oh one to piss, and there's pants. not even space for them. <laughs> yes, as they're trying to piss their pants, sits on the sits on the back. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that was yeah. They they did obviously the pullover for the thing, and and Jackie does the oh looking one way and peeing the other way onto Alan Lamb's town. You know what? The, it, it's a it's a Jackie Chan movie in Europe, so we get a a cool um, car chase through a market. 
<laughs> yeah, that car chase was really good. So they eventually get to the town uh, where they're, they're heading and uh, to do the, the handoff with the monks or, or the evil sect. And, uh, of course, it uh, doesn't go as planned, so then they try to um, follow the monks back to the place and end up running into a bunch of motorcyclists and four-wheel drive enthusiasts. Enthusiasts. <laughs> I, I, I say that because they didn't have the monk clothes on. They were like dressed up like gangsters. They were leather they, on. They had leather on. And then they, they had the cars and the motorbikes, and, and it was basically just Mitsubishi vehicles that they'd smothered in dirt <laughs> to make them look like sort of rustic or something. Um I found it funny because I was like looking at it and then um, you know how they have that stupid cover thing that they put on the tire at the back with Mitsubishi motors and whatever else. Yeah, yeah. All of that and they just smeared it with dirt and stuff to make it look like it was bad or whatever, I guess, because he had the Mitsubishi car as well. So it was all Mitsubishi bikes and cars, all basically an entire Mitsubishi fleet of vehicles. And uh, yeah, then they do the, the market chase through the town um, with some, some good effects. Uh, I I enjoyed um, when he, they're sort of on the, the one road and he sort of spins around and then throws them off by um, turning sharply where they can't turn as sharp as him in his car. There's some great, like, jumps. The, the motorbike, yeah. there's a couple of bits where the motorbikes go flying. There's a bit where he there's a motorcyclist who goes over the, 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 the Jackie's car, like slides across the bonnet. Some there good was, stuff. It was a good stuntman bit where... Um, like they're at the top of the the mountain and it sort of winds down the mountain pass and there's like road bits and there's like vegetation and one of the the stuntmen on the the motorbike hits and then he falls over and he starts rolling down the side i was watching you watch him roll all the way down and he roll 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 and then right at the end he rolls off the side and there's actually quite a, a like a cliff drop at the bottom he just sort of goes roll 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 drop and I was, I was looking at it going shit i wonder if they've got like padding or something right down the bottom or they just let him go with it and didn't realize that this is fucking like drop it looked like a, a good like five meter drop right at the end to the road that's, five meter drops high man yeah i was like wow that that's a that's a bad, a bad stunt if you got because you you're uncontrollably rolling down the side anyway to control your speed and then you just sort of come off and just the way that he came off and just disappeared like bam straight down i was like shit this isn't a sammo hunt film we're gonna give him padding May, a little bit of padding, maybe a bit more than the cardboard box that Sam would put down there. <laughs> I want to jump in with um, Sam's notes here. He says, the Mitsubishi car chasing, which is incredible, through the streets, extras nearly being killed and people coming off motorbikes, the mini car and a car gag are still one of my all-time favorites. That's so <laughs> dumb and so fun. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, it sort of follows up the concept from Wheels on Mills, isn't it, where he's got, which he took from Cannibal Run, where he had like the, electronic car stuff so he sort of fil- fl- uh, puts that all the way through um, in his Mitsubishi concept things where he presses a few buttons and then it comes apart uh, the explosion was a bit explosive for me <laughs> when the oh yeah those flies. two cars go kaboom oh, yeah. maybe I, I assumed that maybe he has an explosive device in his car uh, that's why he has the escape vehicle yeah you know uh, what I though they, uh, they crashed that's through a bunch what- of cardboard boxes yeah. Which is my favorite thing. Oh, yeah, that, that's that's their padding that they do up all the time. And the jump, like, you know how he had the, the road out bit and he jumps over the river or, or the freeway or whatever the hell it was? It was like, you know, a ramp made of wood and stuff. <laughs> and I was kind of like going, obviously, it's specifically there for the jump, but why would they like, <laughs> like do that as if, oh, yeah, we're going to build a new road? out of wood and make a ramp that they're just going to jump off. It was like the stupidest concept. <laughs> and, it, and I was looking at it going, why would you do it over that part? No one's making a road like that in the first place. Yeah. Just, eh, it's yeah. So I did like the, the car chase, but then it gets a little bit blurry for me. They go, they sneak in with some uh, prostitutes. Is that right? Yep. Yep. And so then, they find the girl, but the girl double crosses them. She got no, injected well, by some like truth, uh, not truth. Yeah, like, like so. So they knew that they were coming in the first place, the bad yeah. guys, and they have this whole conversation where they're like, "Let's let them take her, and then we'll, we gave then her she can still mag- the magical drug that they've got that controls her for three days, specifically three days, and then um, she can get the armor and bring it back to us without little fuss. So we'll just go with it." 
And that was kind of the concept that they went with, which was kind of, yeah, as I say, I don't like the drug concept because it was stupid. Yeah, it's um, dumb. And then they have, yeah, so they, they sneak her out and then they have the whole back at the, I want to call it the hotel, but it's more like a, an apartment or something thing where they're doing the who's in whose room kind of. Yeah, there's a, there's a, again, a bit of a, like a sexual innuendo marginal gag here. And, yeah. and Jackie and Alan are having it out again. Yeah. That's, that, that hotel or apartment they're staying is huge and there's too much pine in that place. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it kind of, it, it, it felt very like, yeah, up in the mountains kind of decor. But at the same time, it was kind. Of, I was kind of like, that's that's a nice spread if you if you had it. <laughs> There's a lot somewhere in Europe. Yeah, exactly. There also, were a lot of kids' photos in the wardrobe. I always find that really weird. Like they were just staying in someone's. If they had Airbnb back then, that's what it would be like. Yeah, Maybe I'm, it is. She had Maybe like they... all of her clothes set up. I was kind of like, does she bring them with her? Is that why she had the whole car of stuff so she can put up her photos? And probably. Well, so she's the daughter she's... of the Duke, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, then she's like royalty. Maybe they just have another house. <laughs> Holiday house you. just yeah. happens to be in the town where the bad guys are. <laughs> they might have houses everywhere. <laughs> or alternatively, maybe she's got a cousin, or oh, nephew. True. true. <laughs> and just told them to get out of town for a few days. Yeah. Yeah. So, of course, the old trope of trying to get the drugs into Jackie and accidentally gets Alan, um, which worked just as well because they took the armor of God and went back to the bad guys. So they said that that drug they gave her was going to last for three days. Yeah. It lasts about half an hour. Yeah. I'm like, because it's like that night, she does it, then they go back, and then uh, I suppose it doesn't really say how long Jackie took to come up with his rescue plan. So maybe he took like, oh, I'll, I'll give him a few days and <laughs> let him wear off. I got to go get my ropes. Get my ropes and, and my, my stuff set up. Because he blew up his car, some, so he doesn't have anything left. Saw some dynamite and stuff. <laughs> so there's a couple of scenes where – um. The, the guys from the cult, uh, Ken Boyle and the other dude, are sort of talking and announcing these proclamations and they're worshipping. It's not talking, it's scheming. And they're talking about, <laughs> talking about the drugs they're, they're making and um, they've got 3,000 new members. And Sam likes to point out here that Ken Boyle's Grand Wizard is a ripoff of Bella Lugosi's Dracula. I can kind of see that. Oh, yeah. The big cape, the hamminess. These guys are chewing the scenery like crazy. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, that, that kind of works. So Jackie comes up with his... Um, rescue plan to drive a dirt bike up the mountain which is bigger than uh where this uh secret hideout is um <laughs> he gets about it seems like he gets about <laughs> he falls halfway, halfway up, up and, and just eh, falls over <laughs> i was kind of like going oh yeah that that would be pretty tough but at the same time shit <laughs> he has to walk the rest of the way up it looks like he fell off legit there and they cut it looked like a real crash he did at the end. <laughs> yeah, it looked like he was just like, let's see how far you get. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's enough. Close enough. <laughs> Close enough. And then uh, then he abseils down from the top and sneaks in at the top of the uh, bad guy's hideout. It's kind of like a, a like a not a castle. I wouldn't just say it. it's kind of it's a stupid a cave. castle. It's, it's like a cave. It's an evil lair. It's an evil <laughs> that's all lair. it needs to be. Evil lair. It's, an, it's like it's it is like if you said. What do you think an evil lair looks like? It'd be like that's a pretty good facsimile of an evil lair. That's like the doors of... are all cut to fit the cave sizes. It was like a monastery. <laughs> it's like a monastery to the side of the mountain. It's like the it's Cappadocians. Yeah. Kind of, it, it, but I, evil. Evil. <laughs> that's where Cobra's lair is, evil. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah Cobra's lair. Uh, Sam says uh, the fortress preparation and infiltration scene is amazing. I'm still in, in awe of whenever a rope, a roll of rope can be unwound so quickly and cleanly. It's a real ta- talent. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like the opposite of the microphone cords when we do this live. <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> yeah. I no matter like how it. hard, no matter how hard I try, <laughs> every time I go to pull them out the next time, I'm like, fuck this, I'm never doing this again. So at this point in the film, I don't know about you guys, but I kind of have forgot alternately about May and uh, Laura. Like they kind of inter- Yeah, they're not important. They kind of oh, I forgot she was kidnapped for a while, and that's the whole point of their going there. And then May disappears for a while. Yeah. Does she even appear in the balloon that you're supposed to think that yeah, she's, she's in the flying balloon? the balloon at the end, yeah. Oh, okay. She can't even see. Yeah. May yeah. is May is also one of those characters that, like, I'm a sniper. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. But then is instantly, like, overwhelmed. I understand that Alan sucks, but... He gets one shot in. 
Yeah. But, but she's meant to be like, yeah, like a good sniper. And then they were routinely like, oh, we have to look after this woman. I guess you're not useless at her. Oh, you know, they're kind of snarky yeah, comments. Kind of bullshit. <laughs> and, and like Jackie vaguely liked her and then and had the slap around thing and then nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, do you still want to be a whore? And she slaps him and he's like, oh, I guess we're not going to kiss. And then she gets oh, pissy at him. I guess I said something I shouldn't have said. Oops. <laughs> I thought it was funny that um, she's a call girl in Wheels on Mills and then they make it like she's – because she's like call girl but she becomes a countess in Wheels on Mills Mm. and then she's a countess and she has to be the call girl. There's only only two kinds of women in Jackie Chan films. (laughs) The same actress. She must be going, what's wrong with Hong Kong people? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Maybe she should count her lucky stars, pun intended, that she's not in a Samo film. (laughs) <laughs> Wheels on Mills is directed by Sam. Oh, so yeah. actually, there you go. <laughs> uh, that one hurt. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, Jackie gets in abseiling uh, into the cave system. He does the cool um, walking through the corridors and does the jump up onto the um, the crossbeam, which I love yep. when he does that in the movies. Um, many movies he does it in. It makes parkour look effortless. It does, and obviously when you see all the art takes and see how many go, it wasn't great. You know what else he makes look effortless? Chewing gum. <laughs> oh, yes, bouncing into his mouth and shit. Uh, he does, his character's like chewing, oh, I thought it was, it's gum, but I thought it was mint at the same time, minty gum. I don't know, maybe it's those things that Rachel occasionally buys us that are like chewy, but they dissolve. What's <laughs> You know the things that you that. get sometimes that are at your house. They're like they yeah. they look and taste a little bit like a hubba bubba, but they dissolve. <laughs> I can't remember what they're know. called. <laughs> anyway, I love it when you have those. I chew. I chew. Yeah, that that sounds right. Yes. Oh man, they're delicious. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and they're like gum, but they're not gum. You can eat it. Yeah. 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 So he does uh, the, the worst um, lock ever is just the, the wooden Paint plank. Paint me, you. <laughs> the wooden plank in the door protecting uh, or stopping Alan and, and Laura. So he, he rigs up a little rope pulley system to uh, sit over the one side and jumps jumps down in there. And the back and forth in here about leaving him behind and stuff was just unnecessarily just, stupid. But at, uh, anytime anyone speaks in this movie, I just don't care. Yeah, it, it, it kind of was feeding off the whole um, room thing from the other bit. Um, yeah. Uh, about who Laura really likes kind of stuff and kind of sorting that out, which I thought was like unnecessary. That was, was a bit that like a up. weird line where Roseman actually calls him by his real Chinese name. And I was like, what the fuck? Like Jackie's like, I actual like Chinese name. Didn't I like Roseman. It, it was like, oh, bit. only she gets to call me that or something. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. You like Rosemary? Like, yeah, I, I couldn't. I, I, I didn't care about her at all in this film, and I like. I don't get. I don't think she even got any time to be good. It was the stupid yeah. It was kind of like her. a very bit part, wasn't it? At, all over. Considering how big she's meant to be in the plot, it is a very bit part. And she does nothing except she's quote unquote under the influence of drugs, and there's a weird tension there. But she didn't maybe get they shots wanted or nothing. Yeah, just wanted her owl eyes, as uh, <laughs> Sam calls them. Just Sam, the dr- yeah, Sam the drugged it. up owl eyes. That's all they wanted. I d- yeah, but I know. I, again, I feel like I'm being harsh to anything about this movie because this movie is fantastic. The choreogra- choreography and the fights and everything in this movie is top notch. Anytime Jackie Jackie is like, like we're we're essentially there when he's going to break in again, and he's in that like meal the the mess hall. Like yep. all the flips and rolling over the tables and kicking up the stuff, it's fucking perfect. But I don't feel like the actors get the chance to act really. I don't. They talk at each other, but there's no real. There's no, I don't know. That just feels Necessity. all of that feels super weak. Like weaker than, like weaker than the 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 sequel. Weaker than any. Like weaker than all of this period in Jackie's career. Like it just feels really fucking poor. <laughs> it was kind of funny because it's it's one that he seems like he's gone to a lot of effort to put a plot into it. You know, rather than a series of mysterious events, it's it's got a plot, but. He he drops the ball by having the actual. Maybe he can't. Di- maybe he can't direct like drama at all. Well, that's maybe he has no idea. Like, just say you get Rosamund Kwan, but maybe Rosamund Kwan's one of those people that you need to direct. Like, you need to tell them how to do the thing. Mm. And he's just like, "Yeah, Rosamund Kwan, just do the thing that you do." And he, and he's and she's like, 
I don't know what that means, man. <laughs> I feel like it's <laughs> major stunt scenes bookended by the European vacation. And yes. The, yeah, the European yeah. vacation is the thing that you sell, sells you to Japan and Hong Kong. Like, I remember yes. seeing this back in the day on the cult movies, but all I remember is the scene where he um, nearly kills himself in the tree and the cave scene. So all that stuff at the start and in, in the middle, I don't remember much of that at all. I remember him being in the cave and fighting guys remember- with a big flaming pole and shit like that. I get this confused with the the other one a little bit. Like the the like Nazi gold stuff's way more interesting. The 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 chemistry between that like weird the the two women in that film is is great. Meals on uh, Wheels on Meals is great. Um, like I like they're like all the brothers are bouncing off each other. But even even that woman works in that movie. Like like she's kind of annoying, but you, I get the whole love triangle thing. It's kind of interesting. Here, I don't even. She may as well be anyone in this movie. Like, I don't like. I liked her in that other movie. I thought she was perfectly good in this movie. I like. I hate watching her on the screen. Hmm. Like, she's not allowed. I don't know. She's just there. It's very strange. Really falls flat. Like, I think it's it's the one thing he he fails at. at, at, If anything, is probably him as the writer because I don't. He's like adding these things just for the the comedic element element without really thinking about how they interact with everything else. So yeah, I think just, that's sort of, yeah. It's not funny at all. I don't know. Do you think if they, if they swapped out Rosman Kwan's character and Lola Fauna's character, they swapped ca- roles, do you think that would work better? If she mm. was like the sniper and the, the daughter of the Baron and all that? Yeah, actually, yeah. I'm going to say it would probably work better because the other she the other one's being asked to do a lot, but I don't think she's she's being uh, i don't know why she can't pull it off because she pulled it off in the other movie but she, i don't feel like she's pulling it off here and if she had been drugged for a little bit and then had like her the whole of five lines she would have been fine mm. but rosamund kwan would have had a chance to shine yeah i think the, the the funny thing about these all of these movies and i'm thinking about all three of them now is he has the same character in each movie like there's the daughter of someone that has an interest in whatever event that he's going to. So this one's the daughter of the Duke, the Operation Condors, the daughter of, of the Nazi who has the book to the gold or whatever and wants yeah. to prove a dead. And the, the third one is the daughter of um, someone who happened to have stolen one of the heads and then was lost overseas or whatever, ancestor or, or whatever it's like the same thing through each three movies and it's not a powerful plot piece it just feels like he had this idea that he wouldn't let go <laughs> and tried to work it into each of the three plots for some reason which uh, I'd, makes no sense yeah but okay let's let's talk i'm sorry i, I sidetracked us again into the doom and gloom um <laughs> let's get to the good part of this movie the last 20 25 minutes cool so i want to jump into sam's notes here because he he, he uh, has some go for it so he says that the mass group fight scene with the monks is a masterclass in martial arts storytelling with clear narrative, punctuation moments and character. The hits are visceral. The fight is believable and it's kinetic in the fights as well as travels all over the set. This is probably my favorite, my second favorite fight scene of all time after police stories, more fight. He says, Amazon booba fight. Amazing. The staggered battle cries of the Amazons is artistic genius and the framing, editing and choreography do so much to portray these ladies as not to be fucked with. And, uh, I'll do the rest of his notes later, but yeah, he he sort of he agrees. <laughs> he loves this shit. <laughs> yeah, this is a this they're they're both very good, like multiple opponent fight sequences, and I and I love the prop use in the fight in the mess hall with all the monks. Like See, the the thing that I watching it back again and absolutely brilliant fight scenes, both of them, etc. But in comparison for the movie. He suddenly becomes Superman. Yes. Yeah. Like in the first bit, he's making a point. I can only take on one person at a time, or, or a couple guys, and I need your help and, and so forth. And he's getting beaten in the the, the chase scene and, and just before that, etc. With more than one person, and then all of a sudden we come to the last scene, and he's, he's able beating to be like, like ten years. people in the, in the in the room, and yeah, four Amazons at once, etc. Et yeah, I know. Like Alan Tam's character is portrayed as a bit of a nothing. And uh, uh, Rosamund Kwan and Lola aren't really there, but I feel like maybe one of them could have stayed with him for a bit and helped yeah, him like, a bit, and then yeah, they separated. literally bolt instantly. They literally run. He, he I mean, he tells he them could have done run. something, you know. Yeah, it, it, like like even like pulled something out accidentally and had a whole bunch of rocks fall on something. He should have ha- he should have been the one that get the, that did the fire thing. Yes, 
He could have picked up a bit of wood and like moved people out of the way. Or Lola yeah. or Rosamund Kwan could have done that or anything. You know, just, yeah. Just helped out and yeah. then they get separate. Oh, we're going to go. We're going to go. And eventually he's fighting like a bunch by himself. This, that actually, I, I know this is going to sound crazy, but I actually think that might be Jackie at the height of his ego. Because he, he's kind of a bit smug, his isn't he? Is like, and his ego hasn't gone big enough yet. He's only, <laughs> he's only beginning the trajectory of his career. Yeah, I know, yeah. but he is not. I don't think he's willing to let anyone else shine at, in, in this film at all. I mean, that's why I, you have I, the I think it was it was the sum of its parts because, like Alan Tam and, and Rosamund Kwan, and that none of them are fighters. None of them are even. You know, yeah, but you would at least try and do something, right? Like even in even in. Um, most of these movies, the woman would pick up a pipe. Yeah. You yeah, know, well, you have to wait till Police Story 2 for this. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger Cage 2, that lady picked up a pipe. <laughs> yeah, and so, she was and- defending Donnie Yen, and Donnie Yen doesn't deserve defending, so. <laughs> but, yeah. So, uh, back to the fight scene itself. Um, brilliant choreography as you're saying jumping over a um, table and flipping using every single piece in the room to basically take out all of these monks pretty well and then he moves into the the secret room with the armor itself and gets surprised by the the grandmaster and his uh four amazon bodyguards like, uh yeah like killers man straight killers and he pretty much loses to him until he moves upstairs I will that say this, fun. that's funny, like um, the whole, oops, we got our heels caught in these grates, but a couple of them are like, fuck this, and snap the heels off too, and that, that's like, oh, they're not all dumb, you know, stupid, yeah. oops, we got heels, we can't figure it out. They figure it out, and they still keep fighting him. Also, there's stunt doubles there where the, the chests are a bit flatter than uh, <laughs> the actresses. Yeah. <laughs> I did like the fact that, that they were doing like kicking him in the balls and stuff and really going for it for mm-hmm. there. I was like, yeah, yeah you know, like how women would fight a man, like going for the the vulnerable points. I would like to see them in more movies. I thought they were great. <laughs> there was the, I, I, you know how you said that they took, I like the fact that one of them took their shoes off and then he used that as an, an excuse to stamp on their feet. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That was good. I liked it. I, run a, touch. Uh, I have a, a note from Sam about that. He says, I don't believe Jackie's shoes are uh, big enough to hurt their feet when he steps on them. Give him some Timberlands or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, it's just, it's really good. And at the, at the after he gets through that, he he knows his, he gets surrounded. And he knows that his time is short, but he has a secret weapon, a vest full of dynamite. <laughs> and then we get the the whole uh, accidentally lighting different thing trope, which was uh, played up in Project A Part One as well. Yep, and then he nicks off and jumps onto a balloon from the most tall hill in the entire universe. <laughs> yep. Base jumping. <laughs> can, I, can, I defer, can I defer to Sam here? Yes. You can. Jack, Jackie fucks up his job of getting any of the armor for the Baron. Presumably he goes to jail after escaping the fortress. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so th- that, that trope at the end where effectively he blows up the armor. I don't even think he had anything to carry the armor in. I was thinking, like, that's, that's pretty big and he hasn't that's really got anything on him to carry this stuff with. So that backpack was just for parachuting. It wasn't actually a... A thing to hold anything, even though it's so small. Nope. Anyway, yeah, it was it was too small. And <laughs> he always knew he that's how he was going to get out. He always had an exit plan. Yeah, you see, it would have been funnier if he yeah. threw the armor out. It put a hole in the balloon, and they had a weird "oh shit, we're going to crash" or something. Yeah, like that also be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was okay. Like, like that that stunt I think is an is a nice stunt landing on the balloon, but. At the same time, I'm just like, ah, yeah. You Don't know. you think he would have bounced off? Like my my cardio logic said, he would have bounced off and went flying into the air. No, I think he's. I think when you hit it, you hit it at enough of a velocity that you 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 have enough force to push stuff out. You sure? Well, I don't know. I'm not a fucking <laughs> scientist, bro. <laughs> you gave us all COVID. Of course you are. Oh God, I did do that. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not true. I gave I gave fifty percent of this call. <laughs> COVID. Mike got COVID on his own. <laughs> I'm just fucking. <laughs> true, true. Um, yeah. So, but when that- he landed, he did. Um, he had clipped onto like a, a wire on the balloon when he did the slide down. Mm-hmm. I thought it was funny at the end how they were done. He was like sliding down, and he got to that point where they couldn't pull him in, and it was just like dangling from the balloon, like for like 
it felt like five minutes while they're trying to like reel him in to pull him into the basket. That footage looks hella grainy too. Like uh, it's from an actual plane flying around because remarkably yes. different quality. He's like, oh fuck, that's pretty dangerous. Yeah. Oh, that, can I can I point out the? I know I said it looks like it's like stock footage or file footage. Some of the film, even though I know it's filmed like by them. And I, there was a bit that's using super grainy footage as well. It's where the car is just going down a street in Paris and it's like a, you know, it looks like a famous Parisian street, I guess. Like yeah. it looks like I recognize it, but I thought it was just stock footage, but no, it's it's definitely that car, right? <laughs> so they're just using some really terrible like widescreen camera for some of it, like yeah. just awful. Yeah, well, well they just Sorry, set it up. I ha- bothered me ha- a lot. Probably that, just- that shot bothered me so much. I was thinking like, you know, they probably just set up the camera haphazardly because they didn't have any right to film, you know, like let's just oh, yeah, style. That's a good point. We'll just put it on this famous street and you drive around the car, but they don't have the time to set up all the lighting and get everything right. So they're just, you know. And then we get the like, uh, gorilla, gorilla style um, filming, know, filming the, the concept car for Mr. Bishy to get their extra cash. Then we get the outtakes and you see uh, yep. you know, Jackie nearly die and trying to put gum in his mouth over and over again and all kinds of shenanigans. <laughs> uh, I was looking at the I was wondering um, when the first time he did that in, in one of his movies because apparently he got the idea from Cannibal Runs and I tried to look it up. It's like, ah, oh, I can't fucking find it. <laughs> so right. I'm not sure when the first time he did that. I think Police, uh, police Story Part 1 was the first time he did it. Okay. After. Are you saying, uh, did he maybe steal it from someone from Cannibal Run? Did some character in that do it? Did Cannibal no, he, Run actually, have he, said, he said in his bio, it, one of his um, autobiographies um, that yeah, he, he got the idea when he was watching the, because he watched the at the premiere and stuff and saw the outtakes and he liked the idea, so he thought he'd use it. So All right, cool. 100% came from there. All right, let's talk about some stunts. Sam has the shit stun award. He's got three. Okay. He says... Uh, he doesn't get all of them. All right. Well, he's pick. He can pick one of his three here, but he's like the the. I don't like using the term, but it's it's the best term. The uh, Amazon chicks rolling down the staircase. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> like that was on the arms of the staircase as well, and she comes off at the end. Yeah. He says the monkey gets kicked backwards, lands on their neck, and on an angled bench seat. Yeah, look pretty painful. And he says yes. Lola Fauna having to kiss Jackie Chan's stupid face. <laughs> <laughs> So what are some of the stunts uh, you think uh, were would have hurt the most and <laughs> you would have hated? Do, do you want to go first? Me? Yeah. Okay. Um, Jackie kicks one of the monks. He flips back, lands on his shins, and then flips again. And my Ooh. other one is uh, there's a lady pushing a pram down the rickettiest cobblestone <laughs> street in the world. <laughs> I was like, that must have hurt that poor child. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, kid, that kid has spine problems for the rest of their life. <laughs> Uh, I was also. I, I already, I already mentioned. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was, I was going to speak. Yeah, <laughs> we do this online thing where we talk over each other. <laughs> well, I was just going to say I already mentioned mine earlier when um, the guy rolls down the hill, and at the end, I thought that would be pretty painful. The motorbike rider down the hill. I mean, this one, this end. movie has one already. It's the one where Jackie Chan nearly dies. Um, <laughs> But I still find that is the most <laughs> innocuous stunt ever. He jumped to a branch, and the branch just snapped. No, I'll, I'll point out the guy who goes over the the bonnet of Jackie Chan, like of the car, over another two cars, and rolls around on the floor, and it looks real painful. And also that motorcycle stunt. There's a one where, he, like, the motorcycle stunt, they he flies over like two whole bridges, oh, yeah. and then hits a wire, and it, it explodes. Oh yes, yep. That was pretty great. I'm not. That's like not a ah fuck. I rolled on something, but that's like a stunt stunt. That's like oh cool. Oh fucking. I like dirt bike stuff. Let's do it. <laughs> I don't know why, man. It's just very. It's like that thing goes really far and high, and then there's an explosion. Like I think I might like monster truck rallies or something. <laughs> <laughs> what was yours, Rachel? Uh, I was gonna vote. Also for the John Lodowski stunt where he backflips and hits his knees or whatever it is and then does another <laughs> flip onto the ground. So I think it's clearly him because it's bold guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that is very fucking painful looking. Sam also has the Mars Awards here if you want to hear his okay. Mars Awards. Can I just go back, sorry, just before we do that, yeah. just, um, the branch thing, right? The thing that I'm wondering is because I leave – an actual branch bit in the movie. I'm wondering if, did he do it twice and it snapped on the second time? Or did he come back and like go, oh, I better get the same shot and then film it again with a different branch? But it looked like when he did it 
the cut in the movie looks like short hair. So I'm wondering if he's done it like twice and gone, oh, we didn't get the shot right, and then did it again, and then the branch snapped on the second the, time. The Wikipedia the says yeah. says that's just the uh, second attempt. The second that's attempt when, in the movie. is when the branch broke and he fell five meters to the ground. Ah, okay. Yeah. So nasty. Never, never reshoot. <laughs> <laughs> Good enough. Let's go next. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so Sam's, Sam's favorite stunts were the skydive onto the hot air balloon is baller. He says. The being the beginning of the film rope swing with a climb to fit through the brick window in the ruins is technical and physical marvel, and triple backflips down the terrace set at the end of the film were sick. Yeah. <laughs> he also says uh, the boob punch. Lol. Just kidding. He likes the the gum <laughs> the gum flips. Yeah. Oh god. This movie. So I guess I guess I'll ask. Thumbs up. Thumbs down. Thumbs in the middle. Hmm. I would say thumbs up just in general for the bookended parts of the stunts. Yeah. I could do a lot with that. Like, I felt like it was a, I was in a Sunday matinee watching the cave scenes because I was just like, no contrast, boring as fuck. I mean, in when there's nothing happening and they're just sneaking around and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But otherwise, in well, general, uh, yeah. I watched it with my kids and uh, both of them seemed entertained. So, yeah, family um, okay. movie. All right. Uh, we watched this twice and I liked it better <laughs> the second time. Like the first time I was like, Man, this is kind of dull. But the, you see the last scene in the cave, it's like, okay, this is picking up a bit. So it, it redeems itself. But, yeah, it's a bit slow in the middle and it almost gets a middle, but I'm going to say it's a thumbs up in general. Why did you watch it twice? Uh, I wasn't really paying attention the first time. <laughs> You're like, oh, <laughs> should we watch this or for the podcast? And I was so half paying attention. It's like, oh, fucking boring, oh, fucking Europe and stuff. Because <laughs> yeah. we were in the chat. We're like, uh, maybe not this film. As a, uh, actually, this film is pretty good. <laughs> I am I'm quite torn. I want to give it a thumbs up, right? Like cuz I think I I think most Jackie Chan movies deserve a thumbs up. We watch some real pieces of shit that I give a thumbs up to, you know? Mm-hmm. But this is this is like pure thumbs in the middle for me. Like the the I can't give it a thumbs down cuz it is the two the 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 front the the beginning and the end are great and the the car chase sequence is fantastic. Like so it's got to be thumbs in the middle. It really is literally like, oh, my God, half of this movie is great and half of this movie is putting me to sleep instantly. When it's good, it's good, and when it's bad, it's yeah. bad. So which makes it pure mid. <laughs> in between. Which is weird because yeah. it's a classic. It's regarded as a classic, right? And it, and it is. Yeah, I know. You watch it now, it's like, uh, yeah, uh. Which is kind of disappointing, but I guess some things don't age well. Well, I, I yeah, I mean, Sam votes it like his, one of his second favorite, I think you said. But that may, might be a nostalgia thing too, though. Yeah, I, I kind of like I watch it and I go, yeah, it's okay, and it's it's, it's a passable thing. Like if if it's your second, I kind of want to know where Drunken Master Two and like <laughs> yeah, well that's, and that's Wheels where I was sits. Going. You know, it, Wheels is better than this in almost every way. Yeah, Wheels is it's almost is the exact same movie, but it's yeah. better in every way. Wheels is definitely better than this, absolutely. Um, I think yeah, Wheels the, is missing the uh, the hamminess of John Ladowski and Ken Boyle. Those guys are really chewing some scenery and doing a good job there. Yeah, but, but they so have is like Benny. this weird, the weird, um, you know, the Lucky Stars guys in the the nut house and stuff like. Yeah, that. Yeah, like there's 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 some the the funny bits in in and that movie yeah. are actually funny sometimes. Hmm. What Wheels on Meals could have done with is four Amazons in the final count. Yeah, yeah, you're right, <laughs> so you but it does. It, it. <laughs> it, it, but it just it also had. I think. I think. The three fights, the fights at the end with Benny, uh, they all pairing off and, and doing their. Th- I think those are fantastic. Yeah, they were, they are great themselves. Yeah. Like they di- it's different, but it just works way better for me. It's it's way more fun that movie all the way through. It, it I never lose my interest, and this just feels like a poorer version of that in a lot of respects. I mean, if you just play devil's advocate, maybe because the Jackie, the level of the Jackie stunts, the level of difficulty is so high. Whereas yeah. in that other movie, it's there's plenty of stunts, but it's not like it's fucking. It's definitely yeah. This is definitely more of a stunt movie than like a like an actual fighting film. I guess it's less yeah. martial arty, but I just it's there's a lot of time where they're just talking and not being funny, but they think they're being funny. Like so, <laughs> it's, it's middle for me. Funny. I'm not going to put it down. I couldn't talk myself into putting it at the bottom, but it's it's in the middle. Like eighties funny and eighties fit. <laughs> <laughs> does he doesn't take his shirt off in this? Does he? He loses his sleeves, doesn't he? He wears some very eighties fashion. He looks pretty young here too. Like he looks pretty, pretty fit. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like he, he was. It feels like late twenties. 
Can't. Maybe he didn't want to take it. Maybe he's so bruised and bashed up, he doesn't. He's like, no, I got to keep clothes on this whole time. <laughs> I got three more things to to talk about yep. here. Um, in the scene where the the cult comes in and shoots everybody when they kidnap Laura, photographer mm-hmm. cops it right in the eye. Pretty brutal. Yep, there's a bullet right in the eye. Mm. Uh, to get some information, they talk to the hammiest waiter in history. <laughs> <laughs> the guy was just getting hundreds. He was getting Benjamins every time he answered anything. He was like, "Oh, I can give you some more information." And um, what was the last one? Oh, uh, there's a scene where Laura steals the keys from um, the the Grand Master there, and it's a That's big funny. rack of keys. And having, Alan Tan's face, yeah. Having trying to pick up a set of keys, a small set of keys, and not making a lot of noise, those things um, are loud, and they hurt. That would a lot. be like bells ringing. <laughs> In that big cave, you pick up those keys, clang, 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 <laughs> and she smacks Alan Tanner over the head, and he goes, ooh, ow. That would fucking hurt like hell, man. <laughs> Anybody else, anything else you guys want to bring up? Nah, I'm, I'm good. The, it's, yeah. No, I think we've gone over most of it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That's uh, the Armor of God, a.k.a. Operation Condor 2, a.k.a. Uh, many other titles allegedly it's called uh, Invisible Brothers somewhere I'm not sure about that but uh, yeah give it a watch don't forget to put that Des Mangan quote in Scott oh it's already in brother what a guy and uh, that's the Asian Action Cast for tonight thanks for listening if you've got a suggestion or comment uh, Asian Action Cast on Facebook Instagram or AsianActionCast at gmail.com is where you can get in touch and thank you for listening and we'll see you next time bye bye Paint me, Hachu. Uh, uh-huh.